yeah. we the best uh, around. Uh. We designated straight as live every week. Designated homie, cause we stick heat. We designated straight as Francis and Pete. Talking Yankee baseball, hip hop or the streets. We designated, we innovative. We designated, spit is time, let you know. We designated, we innovative. We designated, spit is let's start the show. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to your favorite podcast of all time. The one, the only designated spitters, Francis Lee, man. Gotta tell you, man. You sure you don't got no grandmothers around you? <laughs> I feel like there's a grandmother around you somewhere, man, because... Nah, not right now. My not man right looking now. smooth right now. He seems overly relaxed. I'm chill, I don't know, I'm... man. You just walked in the door with a grandmother, didn't you? Nah, sure? man. I wish. I wish. I was trying to <laughs> trying to scoop trying to scoop one up there at our event on the twenty fifth, but they didn't come out. I don't know. The next event we do, I'm gonna you have know to what it is? you know advertise well, it better. The, I need more grandmas well, in the building. The problem is, everybody already knows about you now, so they they hold. They're exactly. like, nah, grandma, you can't come to the to the to the stadium today. I no, gotta man, keep you away. You. They'll make excuses <laughs> up. It's slippery outside. It's overly hot. <laughs> They'll make some sort of excuse up and be like, "Exactly." It was a lot of y'all out there up. talking about heat stroke. <laughs> exactly, it that's was, what I'm saying. I mean, they're like, you it know, was a lot heat of y'all. stroke, mm-hmm. this stroke, mm-hmm. that stroke. You know, being a grandmother already, everything's a little tough. Vitals <laughs> are bad. You know what I mean? You got to be careful. So, you know, for the next uh, event, don't even trip. Francis is gonna take care of all y'all. Don't even trip. Don't listen to your grandsons. <laughs> Do not listen to your grandsons. Listen to Francis. He gonna, he I gonna got take you. care of all y'all. <laughs> all y'all. Francis, my my understanding is Francis is gonna be putting overtime. Is is what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> yes, that's sir. A, that's a lot of yes, overtime sir. for the grannies. I tell you that much, bro. That's a lot. That's yes, a sir. lot. But um, you know, I, I, a lot of people have. We've been talking on every single podcast. This is the first time we're doing an episode. In the sense of mm-hmm. us actually doing an episode, we did one uh, from Crib Francis uh, last week, and obviously we had right a lot here. of fun doing that. Right it in was this freaking room. awesome, bro. It was awesome, man. Francis welcomed us into his home. Um, it was amazing. an amazing day. Uh, we had the little Sopranos moment at a barbecue. If you guys yeah. are Sopranos fans, <laughs> Francis is drinking the last t- of the Presidente. Did you tweet that out? I did not. I'll have to do it. I'll have to oh, tweet that man. out. I'll oh, man. That that w- inside, that w- inside footage. Yeah, shout out Jira for recording that moment. That was fire. Yeah, <laughs> that was so inside, cool. Inside, inside footage, right there of that moment. Francis is drinking the last of my presidentes there. Yeah, Obviously, man. Unfortunately, you know, I Pete, I, Pete left. He left one for me. He left that one. Was, for that me, was that so was that was a sign right there. That was me saying, <laughs> "Back at you, bro." Back at you, bro. Right there. <laughs> Salute from far away. Next time, next time we got next time next time we're gonna do it. Next time we gotta do it down there in VA, man. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, man. No doubt about it. We got the whole setup. We're ready to go, man. But um, I don't know if you've given your thoughts on the event, but um, I don't think you've had a chance because oh. we, me and you didn't get a chance to talk about it together. No, and we haven't. Everybody's so hype about it. So if you yeah. would like to take a few moments, go right ahead and yeah. please uh, talk about the event. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I got to start with gratitude. I mean, you... The fans, you in the chat right now, you guys really fucking did that. Like, Facts. you really fucking did that, man. Like, I pulled up there, man, and honestly, I was just grateful. Like, the moment I, I, I could, I didn't even get through the thing yet, and like Pete stare screaming that I Arby, I'm like, <laughs> yo, my guys, like they here, like yo, this is crazy. We finally, uh, 
I, I got, I mean, me and P had, we, we caught a, we caught a game in Baltimore. You guys saw some of that footage um, prior to that, but getting to catch a game in the Bronx Yankee stadium with my guys, with my team was just amazing, bro. Because like you guys, it's like I said, I think I said it. Um, I think I said it on last week when we were live. It's just like, you guys have no idea, like the amount of work that goes into it. I mean, I know you probably have an idea, um, that, you know, how much really is, but it's like, it's so much. And to like get together and to like be in there with our fans, yeah. that was just amazing, bro. Like I walked in, you know, the spread was good. You know, I had me, you know, some French fries or whatever, got, had a couple beers. And then just immediately, bro, just talking to fans was just amazing. You guys coming up to us and like, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm terrible with like pictures. Thank God there was a photographer there. Cause like I, I should have got more pictures with some of the fans. I know I was, I spent, but one thing I do feel like I did was that I was able to like talk to all of them. Like every fan who wanted to talk to me was yeah. able to come up to me and like talk to me and whatever. So it's like, that just goes to show you like those of you who were there, y'all know like now going forward, like, wow, Francis ain't, you know, he, he's a chill dude. Like go up to him. If, if I buy a ticket to an event and I go up to Francis, he's not going to like, brush me off he's gonna talk to me and i think that's literally how everybody on the team was which which is what made it like such a success like just seeing all of us mingling with the fans and the fans just being happy like dude hirsch bro like <laughs> i couldn't right. believe it like i could not believe it. like i'm like yo this is hirsch bro like he's in every chat yep, this is crazy. like real like it's, it's so even, Anthony Medina. Even like, Anthony, I was, like, I was oh. gonna say even Anthony Medina because he has his picture on the profile but it's like you don't yeah. know you know exactly. what I mean? Because even when I first saw him, I was like, yo, what's up, man? And I'm like, hold on. It's my fiance because you know that's Anthony. I said, Medina, bro. Exactly. Like, I didn't even reckon the first time I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. And, you know, the good thing, too, for me and for you, friends, and, and for all of us, I, I heard you say, you know, at least you were able to mingle. Me and you talked about this. We said, if it was up to us, we would have got no pictures just because we want to live in that moment. It's like, it's so yeah. nice to be with everybody. And, Thank exactly. God for my fiance for taking pictures. Yes. Your photographer yes. was friggin' yes. fantastic. He got the clip, yeah. the picture of the yeah. team that is phenomenal. The whole team, really good I picture mean, that we use for that thumbnail. I got it as the yeah. NYY News TV banner on top. Mm -hmm. It's just terrific that Felix put the whole NYY News TV behind it. Yeah, um, it, it was an amazing day. And and the crazy thing is, for me. It, I don't know if maybe you're the same way. It was affirmation for me of us knowing that we're doing the right thing, that we are on the right path. We have made the right moves. Oh, yeah. The fans are attached to it. They like it. They enjoy what we're doing. And all it's going to do is is grow. It's going to be way bigger than what this event yeah. was. Yeah, no, you. I'm really glad you say that because like affirmation is, is important to recognize, right? I think we spent a lot of time looking for like, when I say we, I just mean people in general. Like you spend a lot of time looking for signs, right? Looking for things that kind of prove to you that you're heading in the right direction, that you're doing the right thing. Right. I think for us, this event was a clear, you know, message, like keep going, yep. keep pushing, yep. keep going. Like, because it really doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter what the haters say. It doesn't matter. Like I remember the beginning of this year, beginning of this season, a lot of people, Oh, you guys are too negative. You guys are too this. You guys are too right. that. Yeah. Well, guess what? We just had an event at Yankee fucking stadium. All right. So the hundred tickets, right. Had a section literally just for like, come on, bro. Like you not, I'm not, not everybody, not everybody's doing that. There's a lot of podcasts out there. A lot of podcasts out there. Not a hundred percent certain. They could all just reach out to Yankee stadium, book an event and then sell the tickets and then have right. the people show exactly. up. Right. Especially but at, this is, and to be fair too, we talked about this. 
Yeah. The ticket wasn't cheap. And we understand that. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, we get it. And we paid. All of us paid. We all had to pay for our ticket. We didn't yeah, just we say, all hey, paid. team, you guys get it free. No, we all did. Oh, yeah. And I understand why some people are like, hey, look, Pete, the travel and the ticket, I, I can't. Ma-. I understand. I completely get it. But even yep. in that video, when I when I sit there and I say, you know, I'm happy for the people that were here for the first one, but this is this is truly only the start, and it's only gonna get bigger. And me and Francis, our minds are already running. We got oh, part yeah. two, you know, oh, already yeah. in the works in our brain, and now it just has to become reality, like this event did. Yep. And I believe it will. I believe it will. I believe that you guys will have another shot. And this one, the sequel is bigger. This is the Godfather part two. The next one is the Godfather Part Two. The sequel is gonna be bigger. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. No, 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 man. Look, the the idea that we have, not gonna give away anything yeah, at all. Right. But I'll tell you this: the idea that's in our heads right now is it's next level. Like you guys, the fans, just just look, prepare yourself because what we have coming next is gonna one. It's going to happen because we manifest shit we're men of our words and we work really fucking hard yep. so we're going to make it happen however we have to do it we're going to make it happen yep. and when this is announced or whatever like you guys are going to fucking love this idea you guys are going to love oh, it yeah. and i'm sure that you're going to come out in droves we're going to ju- we're going to double the numbers that we just did maybe triple it may be triple, maybe triple. yeah like so this is going to be this is going to be huge and and the only hint that i'll give you <laughs> the only hint that i'll give you the best part of it all is that this time the ticket will be cheaper. That's all I'll say. Good hint. Yep. Good That's one. That's all I'll say. That, that, is, that is accurate. That is true. Because we have an idea <laughs> yeah. of where that that is going to be at, but it's significantly mm-hmm. cheaper. And let me tell you right now, I mean, for... Okay, I'm going to stop because I don't want to give up anything else at all because nothing is said <laughs> I know, in stone so I was yet. Like, There's yeah, so yeah. much that we can say, but nothing is truly set in stone. But... Exactly. Good thing is, Francis, we have a hell of a ball club right now. The New York, and I'm not talking about Team NY yes. News TV. We are a hell of a yeah. ball club. But yeah. the New York Yankees, the team that we cover, have been truly fantastic this year. I mean, really yes, they amazing. They are, what, 58-21. and 21. Never yes, in my life would I have imagined that this is the New York Yankees record and where they are. Uh, let's start <laughs> off with... Um, we're getting close to the. De- I want to talk about one guy first, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I got to talk to you about Anthony Rizzo. Yes, sir. I got to talk to you about Anthony Rizzo. Anthony. That's a Rizzo. Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> got to talk about Rizzo. The Rizzo T. We already had two orders on day one um, of the new Rizzo T. Nice looking t shirt. Nice looking t Italian stallion up top. In the back, it has When the Ball Hits the Sky, the great song, the home run call for um anthony rizzo but i gotta talk about rizzo man because rizzo's on pace right now to have the most home runs of his career and the most rbis of his career i've never seen a player and i challenge anybody go look at rizzo when he got traded to the yankees and look at him now he looks like a different person his body transformation is unfriggin' believable so some people don't understand that it's not just that anthony rizzo lost 20 pounds it's that Anthony Rizzo probably lost way more fat and put on much more muscle because he looks so lean yeah, and quick and faster than I've ever seen Anthony Rizzo. Whatever he's done in the offseason, do it again and keep doing it because forget the 220 average and, and, and 
Here's the reason why you can forget the 220 average, and it's not people can't say, oh, what about Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo is not hitting to almost a 900 OPS, slugging a ton, almost leading the leagues close to the top five guys in home runs. Anthony Rizzo's doing that. 50-plus yeah. RBIs, 22 home runs now, whatever it is, 21-22. He, no, I think it's 22. 22. 22 today. 22. He's yeah, going to have a career high at, what, 33 years old, 34, whatever he is. He's going to yeah. have a career high in home runs and RBIs, and he's really part of the glue of the team. Yeah. No, 100%. We couldn't have asked. I mean, look, and, and I already apologized for, for that whole thing, so I'm not going to do it again. But, I mean, at this point, we could not have asked for a better uh, response or answer to our whole at first base. We just couldn't have. Right. We just couldn't have. We also, we did, were going, we also didn't know that Anthony Rizzo was going to get an unbelievable shape. At Based this on point, how we to be honest. Remember what we were saying a lot, too? A yeah. lot of people say, well, yeah. he didn't look as good at first base either. He looked kind of slow. It was, yeah. There was a lot of that back and forth at Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. And, man. And what? I think some oh, we, 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 we didn't we – didn't, um, I think what we didn't take into account, and it's impossible to take into account, but what we didn't take into account was how trading to the – the trade of Rizzo to the Yankees sparked him. Correct. Right? Correct. I, I think that made a world of a difference. I knew that he enjoyed it. Yeah. He seemed very happy here. Um, he went into free agency. He's, you know, I said all the right things like, yeah, I'd love to come back. No problem. But I had no idea just how much he enjoyed it here. Yeah. Now, when we see him play this season and we see him in that dugout and in the clubhouse and his relationship with Aaron Judge. Oh, now it's it's as clear as day. It's oh, as yeah. clear as day. He is ridiculously happy and honored to be a Yankee. Like yep. when he got traded here, he, the, him finishing the season as a Yankee, that sparked Anthony Rizzo all of a sudden. Like he had a new spark. He went into he went into the winter time and decided like, yeah, like, you know what? Like I'm getting back. Yeah, I'm going to drop 20 pounds. I'm going to get in shape. Fantastic, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Man. Like, and guess what? Like we're reaping all the freaking benefits because the cheapest base first baseman out of the three who were Anthony talked Rizzo. about all winter was Anthony Rizzo. And the one who has looked the best out of the three of them to this point in the season is Anthony Rizzo. Well, the, the funny thing, too, is like looking at his numbers right now, this is what people envisioned Joey Gallo was going to be. Exactly. Because if you look at his numbers, right, look across the board. This is what everybody told us. Well, this is what Texas Joey Gallo was going to do. This is what he'll do as a full season with the Yankees. 225 average, 338 on base percentage. That's Gallo territory because the average is typically a little lower than that. 851 OPS, 22 homers, 52 RBIs. He also got six stolen bases. My man might be a 20-20 threat this year. <laughs> he might do 30-30 before Aaron he Hicks. He might do 30-30 before Hicks. He might do 30-30. I think Hicks I think Hicks meant to say that. You know, I'm going Anthony Rizzo 30-30 this year. I think that's what he really meant to say. But he didn't go that route, uh, however you might may think about it. But um, there's not enough I could say about Anthony Rizzo. And I guess the reason why I bring up Anthony Vincent Rizzo is because... <laughs> Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. He's got two of the speaking most of, Italian speaking names of Vinny, you could have. We're going to be talking to Vinny. Yes, I say yes sir. Vinny. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> he's, caught, he's, he's caught an episode or two, so if you watch this Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. Come Vinny. 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 Um, but nah, man, just I, I just think you can't you cannot place a value on how much Anthony Rizzo has meant to this Yankee team. I mean, chemistry-wise, defense at first base, the offense production that nobody 
expected the power outage or the power, I should say, outage, the power production yeah. that he has given this club. I don't think anybody's expected that. Yep. No, I mean, power-wise, I thought that, you know, best case scenario, we were looking at 25 to 30. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, I was hoping. I just said, I, ah, I had to do 20 plus. And I was actually happy with that. Like I said, best case scenario, I think Anthony Rizzo is going to give us 25 home runs, maybe even 30 home runs. I mean, if he gives us 30 home runs, I was like, woof, that'd be amazing. That'd be really good. He's got 22. We're in July. <laughs> like, you he know what I mean? Started, it's, just started July. Like, literally, it's July 2nd when we're recording this. This is dropping July 3rd. Yeah. He's got 22 home runs. If he hits another home run today, he's going to have 23. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is... Uh, He's over. He's he's definitely overachieved. And I think a lot of that has to do with the point that I made before. I just really feel like him coming to the Yankees lit like relit that fire under his ass yeah. and like just br really brought back that that love and romance ro romanticism about the game that he always yeah. kind of had. But those last couple of years in Chicago, it, it, gets, good, right. it gets tough. And I think yeah. there's a lot to be said, right, for a player of, of Anthony Rizzo's caliber. Who goes who goes into, you know, a situation where you, you you get, you know, brought into a club that was so much history, so much tradition, like the Cubs, right? Yeah. And then you're one of the main pieces to help them win it all, break a curse. I mean, 108 years, ridiculous stuff, right? And then like you're on you're on such a high, but then you hit the lows of like the losing and and ownership, not wanting to spend and you know, not trades not being made and additions not being made. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like not going the extra mile to bolster the team, bad trade deadlines, bad, you know, showings in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden it's just like, wow, like, okay, like that's it. Like we won our, we won, we won our, our world series. I guess like, yep. that's it. This is the one for my career. Yep. And I think that kind of sucks when you're a player like Rizzo who loves the game and cares the way he does. So for him going, like when it, when it really became clear, like, look, you know, we're not going to resign you, Anthony. Like we, we offered you something wasn't, you know, wasn't, you know, good enough for you at the moment. So we're not going to resign you. We're actually going to look to rebuild. We're going to trade you. And I think yeah. that really lit a fire under him. It's like, all right, he got traded to the Yankees. I mean, look, Chris Bryant got traded to San Francisco, which was mm -hmm. also a good look for him. Yep. Uh, and Javi, Javi spent some time with the Mets, but I think out of the three of them, the one who, who got the best, who, who they did the best by was Anthony Rizzo. And I guess rightfully right. so, right? I guess if, right. you, if you had to pick one of those three who you're like, look, you cannot mess up his career. Like, don't trade him somewhere where he's unhappy. Don't ruin his life. It would be Anthony Rizzo. Of course. It would be yeah. Anthony Rizzo. So and, uh, if you're a Chicago Cubs fan, I'm pretty sure you're not that upset that Rizzo is enjoying his time in New York. No, and I mean, he has a very good, you know, I mean, he's basically, they're basically skipping into the playoffs, the Yankees right now. So the way they're playing baseball, I mean, but at this point, looking at Rizzo's career with the Yankees, and it's going back to last year, just for the hell of it, I wanted to look this up. In the 125 games he's played, he's hit 29 home runs. So you're still a little short of a full season, but basically in a full season, you're looking at 30 plus homers from Rizzo. And he's going to, as long as Rizzo's healthy and stays on the field, he's going to blow back past his career home run record and RBI record, which is the low 100s, and then home run-wise is 32 homers. I mean, he's gonna, he's already 10 away from tying that. So and when you talk when you talk about the health, when you talk about the health, it's just like with the way that he looks, he looks it's, it's not man. it's not out of the realm of possibility that he he'll he'll be healthy for the most yeah, part of the rest of definitely. the season. And I mean, he's about to get a he's about to get a nice little 
nice little vacation now when the All-Star yeah, break right. comes. You know what I mean? Like that's right. He, he's nice little, you know, recharge tune up. I wonder. I wonder if any of the Yankees will be in a home run. I know Judge won't. I wonder if Rizzo will go into it. I hope he wouldn't. Uh, but he does got twenty two bombs. He's got your, Stanton your... probably won't. I don't think Stanton or Judge will. Yeah, I think Stanton's. I think Stanton's done with home run derbies. Um, Judge, we know, I know said he wouldn't. Do I know. It yeah, I Yankee Stadium. I know they would have loved. I know they would have loved Judge going back to it. But like you said, um, and I hundred percent agree with that. Um, I do too. I, I agree with it for, near. for the players. For the players who go to it and have that trouble with their swing, like afterwards, like. Once you experience that once, it's like, yeah, that's probably enough. Now, if the team is not contending or whatever, like that's a whole different thing. The Yankees are in the midst of a historic season. Like yeah. right now, where we stand, the Yankees are in the middle of what could be a historic season. Yep. They could break the wins record. They're on pace to break the wins record. Yep. Judge is on pace to break the home run record. Like this is this is just his history all around. Can't believe you don't it. you don't want Aaron Judge. Yeah, you you don't want Aaron Judge in a home run derby. No, either. not at all. To be not honest, to be honest, he has to be at the All Star game, and I understand why he has to be at the All Star game. But to be honest, like if if Judge is one of those players that he's like three innings and out, I'm not complaining. Like, oh, please me either. Get him the fuck out of there. And I like, think by I, the way, I don't want anything to happen to him. Program alert for everybody. I'm gonna try to get a few of the guys together. We can call that game live, the All Star game. I think yeah. that'd be a pretty fun thing to game season, game season all star game edition. In year that actually one, is so. a, that's actually a great idea. And I know and a, I lot, of, a lot of a lot of the people it. too in the chat wanted us to call the home run derby. So maybe I'll stick around for that myself or a few guys um to look into that. But um moving on from Anthony Rizzo and talking a little more about the Yankee offense, because the trade deadline is approaching. I've already told people we're going to have Hector Gomez on, who's been breaking some news here recently. We're going to have um, Dan Federico on. We're going to look to really knock the socks off the deadline, so to say. But we got to talk <laughs> about Joey Gallo. We have to talk about Joey Gallo yes, for a little while. Maybe sir. not his performance, because we all know his performance has been terrible. But what, what, what's the replacement for him? I know I watched Gallo today, and, and you look in the minor leagues, and you even look in the major leagues. Um... Miguel Andahar comes up, and Miguel Andahar immediately gets an RBI single, plays a good outfield, played both games in a doubleheader today, and of course gets sent back down. Then you look in AAA, and you're like, oh, what did Floriel do? Oh, he homered again. Oh, he homered again. Cool. So Floriel's having a career season that we've all been kind of sitting back and waiting for to happen, the breakout year. It's finally happening. Miguel is healthy, playing a good left field, and overall doing good. And as of right now, it seems like it's still all Joey Gallo. And these guys are not going to get a shot. So what are we just holding on to Gallo until the deadline if you move him and then we figure it out with a different player? Or the Yankees keeping flow in AAA because he's playing so good and his value's going up because of that. Where, I mean, where, where, this, do you, where do you see the what do you see happening with the whole Gallo situation in the outfield? I mean, at this stage, I'll preface I'll preface it with this. I think we are we are in July, and I would say that like we heard early rumblings of like trade stuff with the Yankees. Right. Like I would say as early as like early June, maybe even late May, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is which is wild because the Yankees have been firing on all cylinders for the better for pretty much not not the better part all season 
right all season like we have we have a losing record against one team which we'll right. speak about later yeah we're but gonna talk about that We've been firing on all cylinders all year. And yet th- there's been rumors and trade talk as early as late May, which leads me to believe that Cashman and the Brain Trust are, you know, already or have been for a while, like figuring out what is the plan of attack come trade deadline. That being said, the Gallo situation has to probably be at or near the top of the list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You I mean, look. If he was playing like he did when he got traded here, I could see them saying, look, we'll finish the year out with him and then we'll let him walk. But he's gotten worse. He's got he's gotten worse. The defense, the defense has begun to suffer. The at bats just just look completely like he's overmatched every time. I mean, whether it's an elite pitcher, whether it's a guy who just got called up, whether it's a journeyman, he just looks overmatched way too often. It seems like it's a mental thing. We know that he suffers from, you know, mental health things otherwise. But that is indicative of a bigger problem is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. When we look when we look at these at bats and we look at Joey Gallo and we look at just his demeanor, it's indicative of a much greater problem than just a slump. This is I mean, before he hit the single today, he was an 0 for 26 slide. Yep. Normally on a championship team, you don't have guys in slides like that now. I put out a tweet the other day. I put out a tweet the other day and I'm, I'm not going to read it now. I want to read it when we talk about uh, the Astros later. Yeah. But when I put out that tweet, one of the responses I got was, oh, like that I was being negative and that championships team championship teams aren't nine deep, meaning they don't have all stars at all nine positions. I'm not saying that the Yankees need to have all stars at all nine positions. OK, we're not going to have an all star catcher. All right. We're not going to. All right. Are as 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 much as Gleyber Torres has improved this year, he's not an all-star second baseman this year. Right. You know what I mean? Right. IKF is not an all-star shortstop, and I'm not saying upgrade second base, upgrade shortstop, upgrade catcher. I'm not saying that. Gallo, the Gallo problem supersedes all of that. It's much bigger than that. It's Correct. a huge hole in your lineup that you traded, albeit you know very you know mid to low level assets for right but you traded right. something for him correct multiple guys him. i mean what do they you know trade I mean? four or five five guys right yeah i mean glenn, glenn Otto's still there he just pitched yeah. he pitched against the mess josh last smith night. came um, up and, and was looking yeah. very good yeah um, so, so they, they, they traded quite a bit for him you know what i'm saying at this point it's <laughs> it's not something that you can just turn a blind eye to right. especially for a team that looks poised to make a deep run into the playoffs. Like, and we're not talking about, Oh, you know, they're, you know, they're hoping to get to the ALC. Yeah. No, 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 no. With this historic start, it's world series or bust. Everybody Damn knows right. that. Oh, with and, the it's, Yankees, and it's even worse bust. Yeah. I mean, with the Yankees, the pressure is every, high to win. Yeah. With the Yankees every year, we say it's world series or bust, but at this point in the season, Pete, like we got to call the spade a spade. Fact. Like with everything they've done this year, if they don't go on to win the world series, it's an, epic failure oh, it's an epic failure huge with the way that they've dominated everybody they played save one team so far save one team so far you can't look at this team and say yeah i don't know like no they have to go to the world series and they need to win they need to win you're not gonna be putting your best foot forward in a playoff series against a team like the astros that pitches the way that they do correct. if you're starting a, if you're starting a guy like joey gallo in any one of those games i'm sorry correct you're we right need we know that we need contact. So 
we're not going to get, you know what I'm saying? We know what we have at the top of our lineup already, right? We know what DJ is. We know what Judge is. We know what Stanton is. We know what Rizzo is. We know what those guys are. We know what Glaber's been able to do this year. We understand that. We know what our catching situation is. We mm -hmm. understand that. Yep. We know what our shortstop situation is, and we understand that. And we also know what our bench situation is with guys like Marwin and Carp. okay? We understand all of that. The Joey Gallo thing, I will repeat, and then I'll turn it over to you. That's the one thing, though, in terms of offense and lineup, that really it can't be. There's there's no excuse. Like None. you can't excuse it. You know what I mean? Correct. You can't you can't explain Joey Gallo away. You can't just say, well, you can keep him there because there's at this point there's just no explanation for continuing to trot him out there. Christian said it the other day, right? We're we're playing a game against a a, a, a right hander, not even not even top tier, whatever, a regular right handed pitcher. He's not even he wasn't, in the lineup. He wasn't even in the lineup. Yep. He's got that. That's got to be an indication that he's done. It has to be. It yeah. Has to be. Yeah. And you know, we, we can't continue this. I, I mean, I can I can sum this up very very easily um, with Joey Gallo. It's it's really not that hard. What was he brought here to do? The least, the bare minimum. What were you expecting from Joey Gallo? Good glove, home runs. Good glove, home runs, on base percentage. Right. He'll get on base. That too. OBP. Those yep. are the big things he'll do. Okay. Yeah. Let me look at this year right now. And wait, time out, time out. Before you even do that, because the nerds are the ones who tell us he was brought here because of the OBP, right? Yeah, so I'm going but off I think, what they were telling us. But I think if you ask a guy like Pete or myself, you look at Cashman's track record, you look at the Yankees' track record, and look at how baseball has been just in general. Teams, front offices are in love with the home run. They're in love with the home run. Right. They, are, they, they do crazy things for the home run, okay? So... Yes, maybe OBP was something that, that our nerd group and stuff like that was was talking about. But I'm telling you, the home runs had to do a lot with it, and the fact that he was a lefty bringing him to Yankee Stadium. Right. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. The home runs was a was a major key yeah. in getting Joey Gallo. So, and we haven't got him. I just want to look at his numbers right now. I mean, his OPS is six eleven. Guys, these numbers are ugly. So cover your ears if you don't want to hear him. His on-base percentage is yeah, 281. Put the, put, the kids, put the kids to bed. Put, put the, the kids, kids to bed. bed. <laughs> tell you, hi, tell your wife to get upstairs and hide. Lock the door behind her. <laughs> no, nobody wants to hear this. 168 average. My man got nine homers and 18 friggin' RBIs. His slugging percentage is 330. 330. Guys, his slugging percentage last year with the Yankees was at least 404. This is I mean, the definite a, case. Inexcusable. It's in, in, And it's the definite on a case. On a championship team, inexcusable. And it's just the case of a guy who cannot be here. It's that simple. I mean, this is not hard. And I'm sorry. Not if you want to win a chip. And I'm not sorry. If you, not if you are serious about winning a championship. If I'm Brian Cashman, and guys, I am looking at this with no bias at all of players I like, things I would do. Here's the way I look at this whole situation. At this point, why are we even considering running Joey Gallo out there anymore? Why are we waiting around? Why is it that you don't make phone calls daily and go, hey, look, we're dumping this guy. Anybody exactly. want to take on his salary and give us a minor leaguer? And can we get somebody to give us a, a, a triple-A relief pitcher that give me an arm. Blake looks at and goes, you know what? Out of all the guys you've shown me, I think this guy's the best guy I can work with. Deal is done. Gallo out. Andujar up. Now, 
Blake has a guy, but we, we didn't we we talk about Blake has a guy in Seattle that he likes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there's the rumbling. There, there's the rumblings. On, and he's a relief pitcher. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that could be a match. But that, for me, too. I mean, look, I've wanted Estevan Florial to get a good month at least. Look, I'm looking at this as a GM. As a GM, I don't know the phone calls that Brian Cashman has got already on Floreal. I don't know if Kansas City has called him. I don't know if other teams, the Cubs or an, have or called Andujar. him. Or Andujar. Or either one the of these teams guys. Defi- teams definitely called on Andujar when the trade request went public. Correct. So, I mean, if you're thinking about all that, I don't know that. But I'm looking at this from my mindset right now. I can understand Brian Cashman saying, you know what? Florial's having the best year of his career. Maybe the best thing we can do, let him stay in AAA at least until we see what is truly on the table for him. Now, Miguel Andohar in the other situation, exactly. we've seen this dude up here. We know more likely what is he going to do for us that helps. He's going to put the ball in play. We know that. He has yeah. not. anybody. I don't care what anybody says. You can argue me all day. Joey Gallo is a better left fielder than, than Miguel. All right, cool. If that's what you think, that's cool. I'm talking about and the Yankees. I don't even know if that's true. But I'll say this. Andujar has not got a fly ball that I said, oh, God. I have not done that at all. He's looked smooth in left it field. Hasn't looked, it hasn't looked that way since he first transitioned to the position. And you know if we're it, being honest. You're right. He's looked terrific. Yeah. Miguel Andujar, the other thing he's done... My man was basically told by the Yankees, bro, you're not a third baseman. He's a left, he's an outfield glove. Go play. Or he's a first base glove. Go try to do something. He's re he's changed himself to be able to say, hey, I'm a major league left fielder. I can play left field. Yeah. This is the guy that should be in the lineup right now. Forget, forget the trades. Forget all the nonsense. Joey Gallo does not deserve to be on this ball club. And I like Joey Gallo. I have nothing. I was all for the trade. It was a mistake. I like Joey Gallo. But yeah. Joey Gallo is not a fit for New York. And don't tell, oh, maybe he had changed it. Guys, he's not a fit for New York. It's not no, hard to watch. The guy's it, mental it's, aspect no, is, is, it's is obvious. tenfold here. It's not good for his sanity. And I don't it's even not. mean sanity as a sense that he's going to go insane. I mean sanity as a ball player. This guy may yeah, never be the just, same again. Yeah, it's not. It's this is not. This is just not the place. I mean, look, we spoke about this many times. The strikeouts, the camera following him in the dugout, catching the twitches and things like that. Yeah, I think they've done it. I think they've done a little bit, like a slightly better job of not doing that as much. And we're not the but sensitive I mean, cats over here, by the way. But no, it's obvious. And when yeah, it's we're obvious, actually, we're going to talk about it. We're actually the last people who are going to, you know, fight on something like this. But I mean, with Gallo, it's gotten to the point where even we have to mention it, and it's yeah. like, look. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for him. It's not good for the team. It's not good for the team. Correct. I don't want look, if if I'm if I'm Cashman, if I'm Cashman and I'm looking at this team and I'm looking at the lineup, I'm like, look, what I want at this stage in the game, I do not want I don't want to help opponents. That's what I want. I do not want to help opponents. I do not want to help opposing starting pitchers. I I I do not want to help Justin Verlander. I don't want to help uh Christian Javier. I don't want to help these guys. I don't want to help any anybody in the Blue, Blue Jays rotation. I don't want to help anybody in Tampa Bay's rotation. I don't want to help them. Right? My my job is to beat them, is to defeat yep. them. If I'm putting if I'm penciling Joey Gallo's name in a lineup come October, I'm helping that rotation. Facts. I'm helping them. 100% because I'm giving them a guy. I'm giving them a guy 
that they can like literally like kind of put the easy boy in, in recline on because they know he's a strikeout almost guaranteed, especially if I'm an elite pitcher. Yeah, if I'm just if I'm if I'm just a, imagine a, a vet like Verland, I'm Verlander, bro. And Joey Gallo gets up there. It's like, come on, I'm going to carve this guy up. He's not. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he'll be down. Oh, two immediately every at bat. I mean, you're seeing it and, now and more than he's, ever. His get, pitchers are just like, you know what? Get ahead of him. And I think get the most important thing to realize is that, yes, while the nerds and those who, you know, love advanced stats and analytics were really high on Gallo and he just said no it's that you know you guys don't understand and you have to understand the numbers and deep dive into the numbers the peripherals yes that was true when he got traded from Texas here Correct. at this point at this point those numbers don't don't it's defend poo. your it's argument poo -poo. it's no, poo -poo. yeah those numbers are poo poo right it now it does not defend your argument the on-base percentage is non-existent the peripherals all suck his yep. baseball savant is garbage Yep. There is no more defending. It's <laughs> not to say, it's not to say, okay, that that is the player that he is now. No, we're not saying that. We're not saying that. Because it was the same thing I used to say about Gary Sanchez. Yeah. I, if he got trades, if he gets traded somewhere else and finds himself again, I will not be surprised, especially if Gallo ends up in a smaller market. Yep. I would not be shocked if he reverted to what he was in Texas. Well, I he's said still, it, I said it yesterday. He's still young. If, if, he's if, still young. He's still in shape. If I'm a club like that, I'd call all for Joey Gallo. I would call all for Joey Gallo. You don't think Joey Gallo could pop 11, 12 homers down a stretch in a month? He's done it. Of course. Of he could course, easily do it. Joey, course. I really yeah. believe the problem for Joey Gallo is New York. Because, look, we can all sit here and bullshit. Joey and Gallo. And it's not the first time. It's not the first time this has happened. Right. And Joey Gallo has never been this bad. To his credit, you could talk about average only one. That's fine. But he's never yeah. been this bad. He, but he never hit for average. So... Correct. Like when we look at that, like people are like, oh, well, you know, look at the average or whatever. What do you, what were you expecting? He never was at, well, we never said we were expecting a high average from Joey Gallo. Yes. What exactly. we were expecting, what we were expecting was home runs, decent glove, like uh, uh, above it, not decent, but like good glove. Yes. And the on base percentage that you guys told us about. Correct. Which all three have gone to shit, essentially. And even before the, the before the, in the offseason, what do we say? Just bat Joey Gallo like seventh or down because he'll get on base, hit a home every now and then. You don't got to rely on him as your yep. main offensive threat. Let him power the bottom half. And look, which, to, which to they've Aaron done. Boone's credit, he said, hey, man, I'll drop you ninth. I mean, Aaron Boone has no wrong in this. Yeah. Aaron Boone said, hey, I'll give, you, I'll give you this part of the order. Okay, it doesn't work. I'll drop you to seventh. All yeah. right, you know what? You're going to bat at the bottom. You're going to anchor the, the lineup. Hit a home. Let's see if it, no. it, it relieves the pressure. Yeah. Look, here's a guy who said, I don't want to play center field. I don't feel comfortable. Yep. You can't do shit like this in New York. It doesn't work. You don't, you Remember the judge video? Weren't you scared to play center field? Come, mm -hmm. Guys, it yeah. doesn't work in New York. Exactly. It's not that simple. It's a magnifying exactly. glass. Everybody, everything look, is magnified. It doesn't work. It's it's not. It's it's. It, look, again, it's not a knock against him. I repeat it. The last thing I want to say about Gallo is that is that look, this is not the first time that this has happened. Nobody should be surprised. The weight of the pinstripes, there are many players, great players, some players much greater than Joey Gallo will ever hope to be. Correct. 
who succumbed to the weight of the pinstripes and the pressure of New York City. It's not a knock on him. We just saw it as recently as Sonny Gray. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Sonny Gray came, was was decent, traded for him, came here, shitty. Yes, the pitching coach and whatever was trying to get him to throw pitches he wasn't comfortable with. We all remember the story, but then he got traded, went away, and and, and was decent again. All right. Terrific, yeah. I mean, there was, there was, there's, there's a legend by the name of Randy fucking Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Who came yeah. over here, couldn't cut the cheese, literally like got into a, a feud with the fans because the fans have ruined him and never couldn't do it. Left goes back, returns to form. Yep. It just happens. Okay. It's not really at this point. It's not anybody's fault. It's not Cashman's fault for trading for no, him. No, it's not. At the time, at the time, I think it was a decent trade. I liked it. I applauded him for it. Right. It's not Gallo's fault that, that he can't. No, not his fault either. It's this is one of those things. It's not anybody's fault. It just is what it is. And I think what's best for both parties is to cut ties and move on. It, it would go be, to a small market. Correct. Yankees and get, a, get somebody be, who could fill the position. It would be Brian Cashman's fault now if you hold on to him after seeing this, because it's as clear as day. I mean, ex- ex- um, I, that's I, a really good point. I that's think a really anybody I think anybody who watches the Yankees day in and day out, you could be the biggest Joey Gallo fan. I think you would watch this year in, year out and say, or day in, day out, and say, you know what? I like this guy too much to see him being here. I, he he needs yeah. to be off this team. And the yeah. sad thing is, us here and what we do, we don't hate Joey Gallo at all. No. It's the same thing when people use, Pete, you hate Boone. I didn't hate Boone last year. I said multiple times what I think he needs to change, and, and I feel like he's finally changed it. Yeah. I wasn't no, comfortable look. with him at the helm, but I never hated him. I don't hate these guys. I don't know these guys personally. No. I hate them. I don't hate anybody. No, no, but no, no, no. Listen. Joey Gallo just does not need to be on no, his No, no, no. Wait, time out. Because I, I do. I do. I, I hate Josh Naylor from the Guardians. I, oh, okay. Yeah, you hate him. Can't can't stand him. I know you and um, Joe. You and Joe. <laughs> I always said today, every time he came, I said, Joe, here's Joe's favorite player. <laughs> Joe can't I stand cannot, Naylor, man. I cannot stand him. Shout out to I Joe really and can't. Alex, by the way. Call game one. Oh, great, great fucking job, man. Great fucking phenomenal. job. Great fucking job. I told him. I said, I was you guys able to catch a little bit of that. Some breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, baby. Yes, sir. Pete about to get no, some man. breaks. <laughs> so, look with 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 the Gallo thing. I wanted to mention because you said it right. Right now, I said. I don't think it's anybody's fault in this current moment. Yeah. Right. But the point you made is very important. Right. So I want to underline it. Should Gallo still be on this team? Right. And still be in the lineup come playoff time. At that point, I will be pointing fingers. Oh, right. They cannot. If it if it doesn't work out and it goes to shit at that point, I will blame. Brian Cashman. Yeah. And I will. And, and and I won't even blame Boone, which a lot of people will say, well, blame the manager for penciling him in. No, at that point, I will blame Brian Cashman more than anyone, because I'll say, look, at this point, Boone has to put out there what he has. Correct. And if you kept this guy on the team, like he's going to pencil him. In, you know what I mean? So Correct. I'm not blaming Boone. I'm not blaming Gallo. I'm blaming Cashman. If this guy is getting at bats for the New York Yankees in October, I, that's that's what. But. I really have a positive feeling that they're going to do what's best for the team and what's best for him, and they're going to cut ties. Look, yeah, I'm almost 100% certain look, Joey Gallo is gone. There was, I believe, this, winter, this there past offseason, there was trades lined up for Gallo. Exactly. They, they didn't want to do That's what I'm saying. And that's Brian Cash's ego, by the way, getting involved because he didn't want to get, yeah, even if he had a good deal lined up, I don't think he wanted to give him away. I don't think he wanted to give him away. No, I think, I think, because I think with Cashman, it's, he's, he's more, 
Cashman's very calculated and he's very wait and see, wait and see, right? We saw how long it took them to say, okay, Gary Sanchez doesn't work, right? We yeah. saw how long that took. Correct. Right. Traded for Gallo last year, said, look, all right, we just had him for the half of the year. Like, I understand Cashman in that regard. Let me see what he looks like first half of this season. If he if he doesn't look that good the first half, then I can move him at the deadline because he's an expiring contract anyway. That's the beauty of the deal for Gallo that you didn't necessarily have to move him in the winter because of the fact that he's an expiring contract and he has the pop. There are teams who will trade for him. They won't correct, give anything correct. crazy up for him. That's right. But they they will they will trade something for him in in the hopes of maybe selling some tickets down the stretch or you know selling people on the fact that there's pop there and maybe he just needs to change the scenery. Yeah. And the fact that no matter what happens, even if he's putrid from you know the rest of July through the end of the season. His contract expires at the end of the year. That's right. But like we just said, there were talks about him being traded in the offseason. Yeah. Okay. Already in the offseason. And more the of that stuff's going to come out, by the way. I guarantee it. I of had course. one, if you remember. Of course. If you remember, I told you guys yeah. in the chat that there was something potentially lined up with Seattle for one of their starting pitchers. So that, I remember that, that apparently didn't, I don't know if that was 100% on the table, but I was told that, that there was uh, something lined up. Either I remember too. Yeah. Something to line up around J.P. Crawford and then also another one potentially for a starting pitcher alone. So, I I don't know, you know, apparently the Astros were interested. There's a couple of teams interested. But I think you're going to hear a little more about that coming up to this deadline. No, no, for sure. Look, it was was there in the offseason. And the one thing that was loud to me was the silence, right? Yeah. Cashman, Cashman doesn't come out and speak a lot. I know that. But the silence does speak volumes in certain situations, right? Like with the judge stuff, there, there, there've been a lot of comments and posturing on both sides. Correct. When the Gallo trade rumors were out there, it was never, it was never refuted. Right. If yeah. you remember a couple years, uh, or not even a couple years ago, but recently, right. There was that whole thing that some, uh, the, on Twitter, somebody said, Oh, the Luis Castillo deal is like going to happen or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Cashman made sure to reach out, and have Jack Curry come out and refute it and say, no, this is not true or whatever. Correct. Plenty of times when there's rumors, oh, that this is going on, that's going on, whatever, somebody passing or somebody will come out and say, oh, there's no truth to this, no truth to that. When the Gallo stuff came out, nobody was really refuting that shit, which no. leads me to, and, and Cashman didn't mention, which leads me to believe there was a lot of truth yeah. to the talks of Gallo in the offseason and leads me to believe that there will be some steam behind that come trade deadline. And I think it's good for both both parties. Before we move on to um before we move on to the Astros, which we're definitely going to talk about. I'm sure there's a lot of Astros fans maybe still in here. They they still pop in on every game season, especially when we're not even playing them just to talk trash, but it's fun. Because we're kind of clashing, right? We're getting to that matchup potentially again and Yeah. Last question I have when it comes to maybe changing and restructuring the team. Do you see the Yankees making any shift on the left side of their infield? I am going to say he's going to play the fifth. I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, I'm going to say no. And if I'm wrong, I'd be so happy, but I'm going to say, I'm kind of there with you and I'm going to say no. And I'll tell you why, why? Donaldson Donaldson makes too much money. Correct. Um, is which is one. And super underperforming, by the way. Yes. He cannot have under a seven hundred OPS. He cannot. No, no, no way in hell. No way in hell. But he makes he makes too much money. Um, and then IKF is he is the 
glorified, lauded, sought after stopgap. He was their answer when everybody told them, oh, you got to get Correa. You got to get Seager. You got to do. They said, nope, we're going stopgap. This is our guy until Volpe's ready. And so him and, as his, far, him and his 308 slugger percentage. Yep. And as far as I'm concerned, they're going to be they're going to be putting him out there. Didn't the, Utes, get, didn't the Utes tell us that he was the next Derek Jeter? The Utes? Oh, man, they tried a lot to, of the Utes. They tried to. But but my thing is, to be honest with you, as bad as Donaldson has been, right? I worry about IKF in a very special way because oh, for for whatever reason this season, big moments, he seems to he seems to get like the yips and he he can't feel the ball. He makes a terrible throw. It's like I don't know what it. Now Donaldson, while he's been struggling at the plate for the better part of this season, defensively. He's been, he's been pretty fucking strong yeah. and he's been really fucking strong. And if you, I remember we were very high on geo at third or whatever. Let me tell you something. Donaldson is right there. If not better at terms, in terms of defense. defense yeah. I, I, think he, I think he's better than geo defensively. Yeah. So, and I, I do too, but something, I mean, just people who are going to pull up. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're entitled to make have your little yeah, argument, yeah, okay, which course. is fine. It worked but well with Joey. Keep it thing, that's the one thing about, Donaldson that it's like it doesn't worry me in the playoffs that he's out there on the field if anything I feel comfortable he's a veteran the moment's not going to get too big for him he's not going to fuck up IKF on the other hand scares me he's he worries me he's the kind of guy who late in the game against a team like the Astros flubs a flubs a ground ball and just literally pisses us off into oblivion and then it's like then what do you do? Because like he, he he gets those errors and it's happened several times this season where he makes the error, the camera's on him. He looks like a little kid who's about to cry. And it's just like, yeah, all right. I feel bad for you. I get it. But it's like, gee, you got to make this fucking play, bro, because you're the shortstop. You're the shortstop. Like the whole thing was moving Glaber away from that position so that we didn't have to deal with that. Correct. You were supposed to have a more than solid glove there. Correct. And for the most part, for mo- most of the time, yes, you, you do, but there's just been too many instances where you've come up short, where you've made stupid plays, where you've looked overmatched. And I don't like it. Yep. I don't like it from our shortstop on the New York. I don't. Now, I say all that to say, do I think they're going to make a move at that position and we'll have a different shortstop come game one of the ALDS? I do not. Do I think we will have a different third baseman come game one of the ALDS? Uh it's possible they don't start Donaldson, but it'll be somebody who's already on the team. Yeah, I don't see them D- making DJ or Donaldson like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't see them yeah. making a move, or I don't see them making a move for a guy on the left side of the infield. Right. As much as I would, as much as I would fucking love it. Yeah. I don't see he, it happening. Here's the only way I can actually potentially. Now to me, see. to me, that's the to me, that's the fuck you move. That would like really oh, yeah, fucking no push over the top. Like you really, 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 really want to go into the playoffs and send a message before the first pitch is even thrown. Right. Trade for a fucking shortstop. Yeah, but here's here's the way I I think that something could potentially happen. If the Yankees go to the deadline, they don't get any of the names they want, and all of a sudden, still chilling in AAA. Is Oswald Peraza. Peraza. And then Volpe's still in double A killing the ball. They're both killing the ball. And at some point, yep. you got to say, hey, kind of got to shift these boys on up a little bit because 
Volpe should get time in AAA this year. Just with the way he's playing now as of late. Peraza also homer today. He's playing tremendous. I think he, I think in June he hit like 297. So well, if IKF, it, if IKF is indeed a stopgap, then Volpe has to see some time at AAA this season. Well, that there you go. And that's what I'm saying. Would the Yankees usher in Peraza in the sense of, you know what? He's not a starter. IKF's not a starter necessarily. But we're going to pick and choose their matches. But we will ride him out as a bench piece for us and, and play back and forth. And if he plays better, we'll put him in there. That's if the they only do, thing I can see happening because you got to get Volpe to AAA. It makes no sense. No, and if they do, if they do, then I'm all for it. Like, I'd love to see Peraza get a shot up with the Major League Club. But my thing is this. It can't be fucking September. Don't, no. don't, it like, don't, I don't want that. Don't, don't bring the guy up in September and then Correct. like, oh, you know, he doesn't have the experience or whatever. No, no, no. If we're gonna, if we're gonna do that, it's something that we need to explore. I'd say in August at the, at the latest, Correct. at the latest. Correct. I get, agree. Get, get to, he needs to be up here to the point where he's get, he gets two solid months in before playoff time. And then you, you know, more or less, okay, like this is an option or okay, this is not an option for this year. I agree. Like, don't, you can't call him up in September as a September call up and just say, yeah, we're going to give him a shot, which is what I feel like is going to happen. Like Peraza will be a September call up or whatever, but then it won't be a thing where it's like, yeah, he's getting playoff, like playing time or whatever, which like I said, like I said, is it ideal? Is it what I want necessarily? No, but is it something I can live with? Yes, I can live. I can live with IKF and Donaldson being the left side of our infield in the playoffs. I can live with that. I told you what I cannot live with, absolutely positively not live with, is Joey Gallo being in that lineup and us not figuring out something with pitching. Yeah. That those are the things I cannot those are the things that I cannot live with. That that, that you can't tell me, oh, you know, Domingo Herman and Ch- no, 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 no. There'll be no way. There'll be no way no. in hell that they can no, they can no, pull that no. off and say everything's okay. So no. The reason why, and and speaking of baseball, balls, uh, <laughs> all that shit that goes along with each other, let's get to the new one here. Here we go, folks. Gentlemen, all men strive for gold in their life, right? I mean, gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, Gold balls? Go, go balls. However, <laughs> there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless, winning machine. And when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right. Manscaped would like to introduce to you their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0. Manscaped is a leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with a whole shebang. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off. And free shipping with the code SPITTERS20. Remember, guys, that is an updated code now. SPITTERS20. S-P-I-T-T-A-Z-2-0. And there you see on your screen, got Bush. Well, get rid of that damn shit. And enjoy yourself with your lady friends. Speaking of enjoying yourself, I got a question for you. Do you think, what's going to happen first? Our teammate, Alex, get some boot. Or IKF homers. <laughs> uh, it's a tough really, one, bro. It's a, this my man really, Alex, I couldn't believe it. I was watching the show live. I said, I said, my man just said that. 
Yeah, he just said it. He that, and cool that, with it. Let me tell you something. Uh, shout out to my boy Joe S. One of our faithful fans. Uh-huh. You know, always watches us a lot, DMs me a lot here and there. He immediately hit me up the next day and was like, <laughs> best episode of Twin Bill ever. Like, <laughs> best episode to date. Like, they, they were like, they had it going. And I was like, they definitely did. It was fucking amazing. Um, my money's on Alex. <laughs> my, yeah, I'm going to tell you gonna, right I'm now. I'm going to put my money on my boy Alex, too, man. My Alex, money's on Alex. Alex, Alex got we're a little game, now, too, and man. Then I, we're saying this now, and IKF is gonna hit a home run like in an hour. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, shit. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, then I'm gonna Alex, put my money on Alex. Alex. Then Alex is gonna DM like, "Yeah, I sealed the deal this morning." <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sunday, man. Sunday, Yo. Sunday morning. Yo, treat bro. Alex, come on, don't do that. On the if day my the man Lord, hits me please. up ever and says I sealed the deal, I'm done. That's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. My man no, ever hits me he's up, gotta, says, bro. He's gotta hit. No, he's gotta hit you deal. up. Like he's gotta hit you up. Like you know, like. <laughs> like like if you like like if you guys were affiliated just hit you up and say it's done it's done <laughs> it's done it's done he got a matter of fact he got a call done. he got to call you he got to find a payphone and call you from a payphone that's oh yeah like, no doubt oh who's this yeah go hey. to that train station he was at wherever the hell it was in new rochelle he said there was a payphone in there, there you it's go. done go there do it hit me up it's done and just hang up and that's it i don't know no response needed Speaking of responses needed, bro. Speaking Oof. of responses needed. Great fucking transition. I know exactly where you're headed. Speaking of responses needed, bro. The Yankees have played, what, six games now? Four or five games against the Houston Astros. Five. Five. And if you're an Astro fan, you could be like, well, Aaron Judge beat us in two. Other than that, you guys have never led against us. And they wouldn't be wrong. What are What is Francis Lee's thoughts on... The Astros and the Yankees rivalry as it currently stands right now. Um, I'll tell you like this. <clears throat> I'm gonna find the tweet that I put out the other day. I put this tweet out immediately following the loss in Houston on Thursday. Right. This is from yours truly, Francis Lee, Mister Gumas and Grandmas himself. I said, I'm going to say it right now, and y'all can kill me if you want to. But if the Yankees don't make significant, all caps, significant additions at the deadline, they ain't beating Houston in October. And I don't care if they break the wins record and Judge breaks the home run record. Without number 28, it's all worthless. Now, you're, now. you're so negative, Francis. Exactly. Now, <laughs> now the responses, the responses to said tweet were a mixed bag, right? Right, of course. A lot, you had some people who liked retweet. They're like, yup, exactly. 100% right. That All of that, right? But you had a lot of people who were like, wow, you're so negative. Oh, look, Yankee fans are so delusional. Look at this, whatever. Oh, and, it, and I had one guy who said, Regular season matchups don't dictate anything in October. Oh. Uh, and I said, okay. I was like, yeah, I mean, look, it's true, right? Does a regular season matchup really dictate how a series, you know, what, what's going to happen in October? No. But what I, what, I, what I will tell you, that's, that's like a stat-wise. Yes, stat-wise, it contributes nothing. Yeah, I, think, nothing. I think you could play mentally, too. Yankees mentality, got the best record in baseball. Exactly. They still can't get wise, over this team. So Mentality-wise... That is a very terrible take, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Mentality-wise, yes, the Yankees have been the best team in baseball thus far. They've but been there a juggernaut. Is one, they've been a juggernaut. They've been a juggernaut. They have. But there is one team. 
There is one team in the league who's walking around high and mighty, like their shit doesn't stink. Maybe not walking around too tall because their second baseman is shorter than my four-year-old. <laughs> but they're so, walking around. Bregman's, Bregman's a small little dude too. They're walking around nonetheless. And you know what? You know what they're telling people? I don't know about best team in baseball. Yeah. I don't know about juggernaut. Yep. I mean, yeah, may, maybe they do. Maybe they do win the record. Maybe they do break the record. That's cute. That'll be cute. But so far this season, we've had their number. Now, now, I have a positive spin on this because I am positive Francis, but I'm not going to do that yet. I'm not going to do that yet because there's shit that has to be said before that. And what has to be said before that is no matter what you fans say, the one, those of you who are even more optimistic than me, who look at these five games and say it doesn't matter, it doesn't mean anything, whatever, no matter what you say, the truth of the matter is the Astros beat us three out of the five games. Another thing is the Yankees never led in any of those games. They never led in any of those games. They walked off the two wins that they got. Right now, is that a great, impressive feat? Yes, it is. Right. Does that show the strength that the Yankees have had the resiliency at at home this season? Yeah. Yes, it does. Now, our chances that the Yankees go into the playoffs with home field advantage. Yes, they are. It still needs to be said that as currently constructed. The Astros are a very, 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 very dangerous opponent for the New York Yankees in the playoffs. You just, and you don't want to go into a series against them with, um, with maybes as good as the Yankees are playing as good as the Yankees are playing at this point, if the playoffs started tomorrow, they'd be going into that series against the Astros, right? With maybes, it would be like, yes, they, they could, they could win. They could win. Yeah, but they also could lose, bro. If we broke, and it wouldn't shock anybody. If we had the greatest, if we get end up with the greatest win loss record of all time, and we face the Astros and lose, no, not even that. Before the first pitch is even thrown, most people are saying, "All right, you know, in your heart, you might be rah rah. We would be, we would be rowdy. Let's go, let's go." But in the back of our mind, there's gonna be that little thing there going. Astros, bro. Yeah, it's the, there's something about the Astros with the with these Yankees. There's something about them starting. And no. people don't. This doesn't mean we're, I'm scared for the Yankees to face them. All simply what I mean is they just seem to have a little something on us. Yeah. No. And it's sometimes not teams do. Sometimes there's the, look at us yeah. with, with the Twins all these years. Yeah. Exactly. Playoffs even coming. When, the Twins like oh shit the Yankees. Exactly. Fuck. Even when, even even when the Twins had. Good teams, teams that may be been better, better yeah. on paper for whatever reason. They can yeah. never seem to get past the Yankees, which right. is the thing. Look, it's not about being afraid. Correct. We're not, not saying at all. we're not. Yeah, we're not saying no. oh, that they're afraid. No, no, no. We're not saying no, we're no, not no, saying no, that the Yankees stand zero we're chance. Not we're saying, saying sh- that exactly. No, the Yankees, that would be a lie. And here's the thing, too. Here's another thing I'm going to throw out, throw out to you. Brian Cashman got to beat them at the deadline. Brian exactly. Cashman cannot let Andrew Benatendi go there. He, no, can't, that's the he first... can't let more uh, David Robertson go there. He he can't do it in the sense of the guys. Because look, this is what I've said the whole time. And and again, maybe it's just how I am with Brian Cashman. I expect Ben Attendee to go to another team. You know why? Because somebody's going to say, you know what? All right, cool. I'm going to give what it takes. I'm going to give what they want. And it's probably too much. But I'm going to do it because he makes our lineup so frigging good. 
Brian yep. Cashman ain't doing that. Brian Cashman is not going to sit back and go, you know what? I'll give up those two, t- five to ten guys to get them. Mm-hmm. I'll give up the wall, the Chucks, and the two other guys to get them. I don't see yeah. Cash doing it. Cash is going to sit there and say, guys are free agent. I'm only getting it for two months. But there's going to be a team out there that's going to say, you know what? But well, we can win a World Series. Exactly. And, and that, they're going to be more willing than what we've seen with Brian Cashman. To and that's move gonna be that's gonna guys. be what you but that's gonna be what you have to imagine do. Luis Castillo going to the Astros exactly it, these are things that you just that you I mean, just cannot have and you does it feel like it. something that could never happen it, to me it feels like something that could possibly very possibly no, happen. it seems it seems like something that would not shock me in the least no not at all not so, in the least we have you a great team and we just got to do yeah. the right things all around it's not about again again it's not it's not about being scared I'm gonna tell you right now yeah, not at all. Astros fans in the chat, if you want to save this clip, save this clip. You can save it. Francis Lee wants the Astros. In oh, the I don't want to play. I, Why would I want to play I, anybody else? No, I, I want don't the want Me too. anybody Me too. else. Me too. If the, if the ALCS is not Yankees and Astros, I will be disappointed. Me too. Because Me too. I want nothing more than for it to be Yankees, Astros, and for the Yankees to come out on top. And after that happens, I will be insufferable. I will I be the, insufferable. I want the best to play the best, too. And let's be honest here. The two exactly. best teams in America League are the Yankees and the Astros. There's no denying that. Exactly. There's no you denying got Toronto, that at all. You got Toronto in the mix. I'll give them their credit. Yeah. It's true. The Red Sox, but at the even, end of the day, the Red Sox, yes, they could improve yes, greatly and be very good the rest of the year. Of but course. The two but best we teams want, are the Yankees, Astros. Exactly. And, 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 the t- and, and what you need... For the American League, you need it to be Yankees Astros. Of course. Because no doubt about it. Especially after what happened now, whatever. Now, yeah, we got two more games. We got a doubleheader mm. in Houston. Um, right after the All-Star break, right? That's a doubleheader. I tweeted also. I was like, I want both I want both of those games. Now, people might say, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this might be unrealistic. It's, you know, it's really difficult to sweep doubleheaders, especially against good teams. Yeah, I understand. Um, but the message I think needs to be sent by the Yankees, right? If the Yankees find a way to go in there on the 21st or whenever it is and take both of those games in that doubleheader, right? The season series moves to four to three in favor of the Yankees, right? That would send a very strong message to Houston because as good, like I said, as good as the Yankees are right now, Houston is not really worried about them. They came into the Bronx and fucking no hit them. Like right. you cannot discount that. I'm sorry. You just can't. A lot of people, oh, it's no hit. It's just one game. It doesn't really no, 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 It rings no, true no, in your no, head. It stays no. there. It stays no, 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 there. No, 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 no. They no hit the best offensive team in baseball at home. At home at Yankee Stadium, right? At home. Yep. Okay. And it wasn't even their best pitcher starting the game. Correct. This cannot be understated, people. I'm sorry. I know that a lot of you would like to sweep it under the rug or whatever, because that's what that's what humans are naturally inclined to do that. Right. 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 When there's something uncomfortable, when there's a hard truth or whatever, what people like to do is just look the other way, sweep it under the rug and don't have don't address it. Don't deal with it until you absolutely have to. Right. That is not how you win championships. Not you at need all. to take a long, hard look in the mirror. If you're the New York Yankees and realize right now. We are the best team in baseball. Yep. Even knowing that we are two and three against the Astros, we are the best fucking team in baseball. In order to ensure that the best team is the last team standing, we need to, one, beat them at the trade deadline. We need to, two, 
beat them at home in that doubleheader. Yep. And we need two, three. And this one, this one here, this one cannot be understated. We need two, three mentally prepare for a playoff series against them yep. when we are the ones with everything to lose. Yep. Because that cannot be understated. And if the Yankees break that record, even if they don't break the record, ch- the chances are that they finish the season with the best record in the league and everything like that. They'll head into a series against the Astros. The Astros will have nothing to lose. The Yankees right. will have everything to fucking lose. Correct. Because yeah, that, you're putting the target on your back. Unfortunately, it comes with that. When, when exactly. you're the best team in baseball, target is now on your back. And Houston, even if they don't have the best record, I tell you what they're going to feel. They're going to feel like, look, we always go to the World Series. Where it doesn't matter. I mean, to put that that shit's over. Now it's our exactly. time. We've ruled recently. Exactly. In this you in need, this domain, exactly. we've ruled here. So they got to beat us. They have they got to be mentally they have to go into that that series mentally prepared and to be the team with everything to lose and to still fucking win it. I'll throw a four out there which probably goes back to your one when it comes to the trade deadline, but we we must put the best players on the field no matter what. I mean, I know exactly. people probably sit there and go, "Well, Pete, that's obvious." No, it it hasn't been. It hasn't been because, yeah, I know we're not. I'm I'm giving the Yankees to the deadline and I'm being patient with it. But let me find out Joey Gallo was still on this ball club come after the deadline. Oh, the Yankees do not trade Joey Gallo. The Yankees don't add anything. The Yankees add a relief pitcher and that's it. And not even like a relief pitcher that comes up and does anything. And we're still dealing with Chapman and high leverage innings in October. Then I want somebody to sit there and have the fucking nerve and the balls to call me negative when I rant my ass off because I'm watching every single game. This team has proven to me they're better than I thought. They're playing tremendous baseball. I'm sorry if I'm putting high expectations on what I expect. But if you come out of that deadline not making enough moves for me to sit there and go... Let's go, boys. Come on. Now it's time to roll. Now it's time to roll. Now we're ready to go. Now we're really ready to go. Lineup looks better. Pen is stronger. Maybe we added a starter. Now it's time to roll. If we don't do all that, you better fucking believe I'm going to be having some things to say. A lot of things to say. Bro, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The issue is... The issue is that this could happen at the deadline and people are going to and, and the reason that people are going to call us negative and everything, whatever, is because at that time, at that juncture, most likely the Yankees will still be by far the best team in baseball. The record yeah. will be ridiculous. Yeah. There'll be a bunch of games up in the division. Yeah. I mean, it, everything will be sealed. They'll be like, How could you possibly be complaining? Because, again, the reason I read my tweet on here is so that you could see where I am with all of this. Mm-hmm. I would love for the Yankees to break the regular season record for wins. I would absolutely love it. Yep. That I would love that record to be on the mantle of the New York Yankees, the greatest franchise to ever play this fucking game. I would love it. But that's not the end all be all. I would love if Judge broke the record. I would love if Judge broke the record. I think that should be a record that's held by a Yankee, of course. But again, that's not the end all be all. If Judge won the MVP, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. You don't have you have no idea how happy that would make me, especially with the way. But again, not the end all be all, because none of those things mean a thing if you don't get the ring, people. And the deadline is not about breaking a fucking wins record. It's not about breaking a home run record. It's not about winning a fucking MVP or a Cy Young or it's not about that. Yep. It's not about that. The deadline is about winning the fucking trophy. Facts. That's Facts. what it's about. So if you hear us 
angry about how that goes or whatever, it's because we don't feel that they put the team in the best position to be the ones standing on the field at the end of it all, holding that shit up. And if yeah. that does become a reality, we're gonna be we're gonna be insufferable, man. We're gonna be insufferable because we're just gonna sit here for the whole offseason telling you that we told you. We yeah. told you. Yeah. So let's let's not play this game. Yeah. Let's just go out go out there and you, you got <laughs> a great opportunity here to, let's not to do this everything game, you can do to make this the best team and there's you a know, lot of stuff out there too. And, Let's don't don't right. don't believe the hype. And we that also there's have not, there's a lot of stuff out there. We also have a whole month of discussing the deadline, and as you guys can tell, yes, sir. By the time it being Sunday now, you guys are watching this. Um, we are leading into uh a ball game today, and we're gonna yeah. let's let's do a quick recap of Yankees, Cleveland. Uh, 140 game time, so not too far away from now. Jordan Montgomery on the mound for the Yankees, three and one. 3.27 ERA against Tristan McKenzie, the young hard thrower. 4-6, 4 4.03 ERA. Very good stuff for McKenzie. And mm -hmm. Jordan Montgomery having his best season in the major leagues. Yes, yes, he is. Even with uh, the little blowups here and there, last couple starts. Um, I will say this. Um, very happy with the way that the Yankees came out against Cleveland. Um, this was an important series for me. We won it in one day. Isn't it nice exactly. to win the series in one day? Exactly. But for me, this was an important series because remembering what happened, what transpired back here in the Bronx uh, a couple yeah. months back. Miles scumbag uh, strong. Lot, which, exactly. By the way, we were vindicated. Thank you. We were. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, Mercado and all these people. and Who's not and even they, on the they, team anymore, by the way. Exactly. So they, they go, you know, immediately after all that transpires, there's a lot of stuff on Twitter. And I see people saying, oh, you know, Oh, the Yankees arrived to Cleveland on July 1st with like popcorn emojis and everything. Oh, well, I remember I'm, that. Yeah, I'm very happy that the Yankees came in. Francis and... forgives, but he doesn't forget. Let me tell you <laughs> no, right now. <laughs> Let me tell you right My now. My man don't forget because I've been forgot about that. Actually. No, no, no. And that's <laughs> no, surprising because Sicilians don't no. forget. My <laughs> no, man sir. Francis said, nah, popcorn my ass. I've been no, waiting sir. for the popcorn. No, sir. Exactly. No, sir. That's why I said it was very important to me because if they would have came out and shit the bet against this team, I would have been livid. And people would have been like, relax, they're the best team in baseball. They're up whatever games. Nope, I would have been pissed because I, I've been waiting for this since that happened in the Bronx and somebody tweeted, well, they go to the Cleveland on July 1st. And I was like, I don't give a fuck where they go on July 1st. We're gonna, we better bitch smack them on July 1st. July 1st got rained out, so the bitch smack had to be waited on until July 2nd. But the Yankees did, in fact, bitch slap them, as they should. Cleveland has been playing a lot better too. For whatever reason, the both times that we played Cleveland this year, they were playing really good up until we yes. <laughs> up until we came. Yeah. Now for Cle this time around, they did they did get sweep swept by Boston. I think that was last weekend or whatever. But sandwiched around that, they they've been winning series. They've been playing pretty freaking well, and they're like, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, they're in the mix. For the division, let me let me just make I sure I'm not. I believe so. I know after not, this two exactly. game loss, they, they are three games and thirty six. Exactly, they're literally three games behind Minnesota for right. first place in, in the Central Division. They're they're two and a half games up on the White Sox, and then the rest of the division is a wash. We know how that goes, but um, so this is a team who's like you know they're they're not just you know mailing it in whatever they're they've been competitive, they've been trying whatever. So yeah, it was important for for me that the Yankees came here and handled business. Uh, with Monty, with Monty, I want to say not just Monty, but the next the next three games, 
the next three games for me are get right games. Uh, yeah. Not so much, not so much Sevy, but really two games. Uh, Monty to today, I want, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a really good showing, and then Tyone back, you know, in familiar territory in Pittsburgh. I'd like to see him have a get right game. Um, you know, these, 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 these are things that that you kind of just need. It's a long season. It's very natural for people to, you know, go through slumps where they're giving up a lot of runs, giving up home runs, things like that. I understand. I, I was a pitcher when I played. So I, I, I know how it goes. So it's not that, oh, well, you know, these are, wor- they're worrying me or whatever. We always expected here at Designated Spitters for our rotation to come down to earth. Yeah. We didn't expect them to pitch the way that they pitched the first month. No, I mean, they were pitching all, they were pitching all aces. They had all exactly. under three ERAs the entire exactly. staff. I mean, exactly. Exactly. So, we knew that they would be they would come down to earth. But what's important is that when you start coming down to earth, you don't allow yourself to fall below your average. Shout out Nestor Cortez, by the way, too, because Nestor had a couple yeah. of bad outings. He starts this game off, gives up a home run on Matt Rosario um, in, yep. the, in the first game of the double, in the second game of the doubleheader. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> bounces back to do six innings after that of a shutout ball. And he did the same thing against Houston. Yeah, so, he did. You know, he did. Which which is not bad. Which he's again, been, he's still been very very good. Look, very Nestor, very good. Nestor Nestor looked really good against Houston. I remember we looked at it. He ended up finishing the game, only giving up the three runs or whatever. Yeah. Which again, we'll you'll take you'll you'll take that every time out. What happened? What happened with the Yankees in Houston wasn't really a pitching thing. Um, and I want to make no. I want to make you know. I want to make that clear. That's why when I spoke about it and we brought up Gallon and everything like that. Make no mistake about it. that. Was, it was a lineup thing. It oh, was a lineup thing. That the, about it. The, I, that's about why it. I brought up the no hitter. I, it was a lineup thing. All right. You got Verlander again. You got no hit. You know, it, it's just the lineup needs to show the fuck up. Three runs should never be enough to beat this Yankees team. Right. Never. Oh, no. Now, that, now that being said, back to the pitching. Monty, have a good start today. You know what I'm saying? You know, It'd be it'd be beautiful to sweep this team, um, and just that's it. Like that'll be this will be the last time we see him. And good fucking riddance, you know what I'm saying? It'll it was be a- yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. For me, it's just keep the train rolling, man. No, you're right. Keep yep. the train rolling and just improve this club, man. That that's all as a Yankee fan right now. You can't really sit back and go, oh, I want more out of this. I want more out of that. Yeah, you can pinpoint your guys, and it's kind of what we're doing when we talk about the lineup with Gallo and things like that. Matty Carp. I mean, has been the perfect... You, you don't get a better bench piece than Matt Carpenter. It's out of the question that this guy is not on this team. He has to be. Too valuable yeah. to this ball club. Yeah. Um, two home runs again. Uh, again, yes, uh, the first game of the CF. Yeah, uh, game one of the doubleheader. I mean, just playing great baseball. And overall, I mean, for the game today coming up, Jordan Montgomery just got to be Jordan Montgomery. I mean, we had a game... Game two of the doubleheader yesterday, you had... Um, unfortunately, Peralta just shit the bed in the ninth, and we had to go to Clay Holmes for two pitches to wrap it up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I like the urgency from Aaron Boone to do something like that because yeah. it basically shows that, look, I'm not messing around this year. I got a short leash on everybody. And Good. I respect Aaron Boone because that's one of the things I was begging him to do. Have short yeah. le- Don't just give these guys what they want, and then you look no. like an asshole. Yeah, you no, got to no, no, sit no, these no. guys down. If they're not doing right, Say, look, it's not your role. It's not your spot. You're not playing today. It's that simple. Yeah. Like we've seen that all year from whether you want to look. Some people just hear me say Aaron Boone. Okay, 
leadership of the team. I'll leave it like leadership. Management. You got Matt Blake, so you Louis Rojas to, yeah, everybody. to everybody among it. Management overall has been significantly better. And somebody asked me recently, Pete, how do you really know that? Watch the team. What do you mean? How do you Look really know that? Look at them in the clubhouse. How do you Look really know? Do you not How do you really games? know that? No, Pete, it's simple. You tell them like this. How do we really know that? Um, The mental mistakes on the base pass are gone. The errors in the field, much less. The, t- the base terrible, bullshit. The terrible, the terrible, the terrible, terrible, terrible approach at the plate that we saw all of last year, gone. The Yankees, that whole thing that they used to, because last year they were sleeping, not through games. They were sleeping through series. Series, okay? yeah. They were sleeping through series. Last Do you year, remember that that series in Detroit when they got yes, swept last yes, year? Yes, yes, They yes. slept through Bro, the entire series. Let me see if you agree with this. Last year, Joey Gallo is playing every day. He has to. The Yankees are not sitting back going, you know what? I mean, against yeah. a right hand who throws 91 miles an hour, yeah, we're going to sit Gallo here. We're going to we're gonna put uh, put somebody else in. The exactly. Yankees aren't doing that. Le- we seen it. How about the beginning of the year? When Glaber Torres was like, bro, sit down. You're not playing. And he was looking good. You're hitting 200. <laughs> you're not playing. And he would, and then he had games where like and he, then he came got it in, going, yeah. Hit walk offs and shit, and we're and like, damn, it, it was, is he gonna it, be in the lineup next game? Bro, nope. It, it was Bench. a thorn in his ass. It was him yeah. saying, "Shit, they're like not playing me." He yeah. probably sat there and said, "I just had a baby. I gotta get my shit going. Yeah, like, I gotta start playing baseball for real." And yeah. look, Boone did that with a lot of guys. Aaron Hicks, he's done it. He's done it with Gallo. He's done it with Glaber. He's done it with even sitting days with sitting the DJ Lemayu. Um, he's done a very good job on that. So we're That's a few minutes we away from game time here. Of course, I'll be covering that game. Um, uh, I believe RB is going to be joining me. So breaking news, I believe RB is going to make his debut on game season live today. So with that being said, guys, uh, Francis, do you have anything you want to add before we jump? I jump into game season live here. Um, I can't any words think of, of any anything. Words of wisdom for, oh, yes. Up. One last thing. One last thing. One last thing. For the All-Star break, we played Boston seven times. Seven times. We can we can we can really bury them right now oh, if we want to. Yep. Right. We play them seven times, four games and then three. All right. If you lit, if you go and you take four out of those seven. They make they gain no ground. They fall another game back, and that's not hard to do. That would mean splitting the four and then taking two out of the three. Yep, that's all I'm saying. Hey, I don't have much else to add. So with that being said, fam, I'm gonna let Francis do his thing. Yeah, I already know Francis Lee. Like, subscribe, get the likes up, share this thing, everything. Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to that. Tell your friends. Tell your best friends. Tell your cousin, your brother. Definitely tell your grandmother. Facts. And keep it locked. And stay tuned because the next episode will, in fact, be the best episode. Hopping at peekaboo stance right there. <laughs> Mike Tyson, baby. Mike Tyson he said, they said, Mike, how did you lose weight so quick? He said, hot water. I drank a lot of hot water. I went to the treadmill for 10 minutes. The next day yep. I did two hours. So if you want to lose weight, listen to Mike Tyson, man. He'll get you, he'll get you where you got to I be. Love, I love Mike Tyson. Um, yeah, man. But with that being said... We will never come back on a designated spitter's track. Until next time, adios.